Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. This week, we hit a thousand shows. Thank you all so much for helping us get here. It's really exciting. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And it's been a neat ride, you know, getting to know y'all, y'all getting to know me, uh, meeting so many cool people. It's It's been a lot of fun. But one thing people keep asking me, because I bounce around the place all the time when I talk about movies are what are my favorite movies? And that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. I love movies. There's no secret to it. I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, DVDs and Blu-rays and VHS and 4Ks and everything. I mean, probably thousands, actually, at this point, if we're being honest. So I have a problem, but, you know, that's okay. And also my arm, my whole left arm is movie and TV quotes and in tattoos and like little scenes from movies and stuff, little flash from movies, um, not the flash, but like tattoo flash. And it's really cool. I just, movies are really important to me. You know, I think that they are important to people, society, our culture as a whole. Now I'm not a movie snob as you'll see today. I believe movies can be in two different categories. There's good movies and then there's fun movies. Now they can't they're not mutually exclusive. But like Schindler's List, that's a good movie. It's beautifully made, wonderfully acted. Everything about that movie is almost perfect. But do I want to watch it every Saturday? No. Like twice in a lifetime and you're good. But I don't want to downplay how amazing it is. But on the flip side, you have movies like Rat Race. Rat Race is dumb, so dumb, but it's a lot of fun. And it's good, like, background noise and to quote and things like that. So my my taste is all, all over the place. I mean, this was one of the hardest things I've ever done. You know, a while back, I rated all the Batman movies, and that was really hard. Um, I'm, don't, I didn't think there'd be anything harder, but... Coming up with my top 10 movies is was almost impossible. And I'm still not entirely sure that this is them and they're in the right order. But right now, like a microphone to my head, this is what my top 10 are. But as is Night Nerd tradition, before we get into my top 10, I do have like 10 honorable mentions. Um, Biodome, I love so much. Polly Shore is awesome. Surviving Christmas, it's what I kick off every Christmas season with. Ben Affleck, James Gandolfini, Christina Applegate. Uh, the cast on it is just wonderful. Jojo Rabbit is on this list. It's still in theaters. Uh, I enjoyed it. I need to revisit it because I don't know if it's just because it's new and fresh and cool. That's why I like it. That's why it's in an honorable mention. It's probably my favorite movie of the year so far, at least. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I love like old school movie. I mean, that's not even really that old school. It's what late sixties, early seventies. Uh, but a good movie is timeless, as we'll see when we really get in my list. Planet of the Apes. We just talked about that last week on the prequel show. How much I love the original sixties and seventies Planet of the Apes. 
They're movies that I can just watch all the time. Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. I, I couldn't pick one. So they both made the honorable mention. Uh, Young Frankenstein. It's hard. Maybe one day I'll rank Mel Brooks movies. because uh, that, But that's really hard too. But Young Frankenstein at any given moment is probably my favorite Mel Brooks movie. And then anything from the Muppets except the great Muppet caper. Uh, it's my least favorite Muppet movie. I'll still watch it. But Muppet Christmas Carol and the Muppet movie and Treasure Island. Those are my favorite Muppet films. Um, they're just, again, so hard to pick just one. I, I couldn't do that. Now, there are some franchises on my list, and I was able to pick my favorite one out of those, and that's why they made the list. Uh, like, my number 10 is Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. This is Kirk and Spock, um, Shatner and Nimoy, Kirk and Spock. This was the one where they went back in time to the crazy land of the 1980s to rescue some whales. It's goofy fun, even by Star Trek standards, but... It has a lot of heart, and yeah, there's action and drama and comedy and everything else that Star Trek's known for, but personally, what I think Star Trek is known best for is its heart, and this movie, even more so than Search for Spock before it, um, just has some light-hearted love, and I don't mean like love story like Kirk and the Scientist, I just mean like love, just human love and compassion and everything it's a movie that out of all the star trek movies even the new ones and i I enjoy the new ones and i enjoy the next generation uh first contact almost made this list but voyage home is definitely my favorite number nine is life and no it's not the ryan reynolds jake gyllenhaal one it's the eddie murphy martin lawrence one that one is something that i can sit there and quote my friends and i quote time and time again it was the last rated R movie Eddie Murphy did until My Name is Dolomite uh, earlier this year in 2019. Life, again, has a lot of heart to it. And it's a story of two guys who get thrown together and reluctantly become friends and then kind of frenemies and then back to being friends and their life in prison. But, I mean, it sounds sad, but it's hilarious. I mean, you got... I'm trying to think who else in there. Uh, Bernie Mac, Anthony Anderson, uh, Warren Beatty. I mean, there's so many wonderful, wonderful actors in it. And if you can watch it and not laugh, you just don't have a soul. Number eight, I guess something about prison movies, is Shawshank Redemption. This is one of those movies that is heavy and is serious and has really sad and depressing parts. But it also has really uplifting and amazing moments i mean the the record scene with the the opera ladies is wonderful when they make it to the beach at the end it's just a touching and wonderful scene that's one of those there was a while where other day it seemed like and i would sit there and watch it every time because it just sucks you in and you know you get to care about red and andy and everybody and uh, Clancy Brown does an amazing job in it. If you want to see Mr. Krabs like actually act, I mean, not that voice acting, he does amazing on that. But this movie is the pinnacle of so many people. And just I mean, Frank Darabon, the guy who started the Walking Dead show, this is like kind of his first big thing. 
Uh, yeah, I love Shawshank Redemption. Number seven is The Aviator. I had to put a Scorsese movie on here, and it was really hard. I mean, Gangs of New York is probably his best film, especially in recent years. But Aviator, it's got film and film history and everything in it. I, I really, it, that's what etches it out for me. You know, I even love Waking the Dead and Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Of course, Goodfellas and Casino. The Aviator, though, is, is where it's at. Everybody is on point in that. Number six and the newest movie on my list. Actually, the maybe the only movie from the 2000s, um, now that I think about it. I made this list just kind of by, like, gut instinct. And by the seat of my pants. Okay, there's one more that was in 2001. But, um, well, no, Aviator was in the 2000s. Baby Driver is the most recent for sure. But Baby Driver, when you think of movies that are cool, this movie is one of the coolest movies. The soundtrack, the cinematography, the the way they coordinate everything, the, the races with the music and the action, the acting, just hits on all cylinders. Car pun intended. And it's just a cool movie. Like I own the soundtrack on vinyl because I'm a dirty hipster like that, I guess. But it's wonderful. Number five, Back to the Future. The first one. I love the third one. And the second one is the worst one. And I'll argue that forever. But the first one just introduced... Like I remember when I was a kid, that was one of the first things it and Star Trek Four what introduced me to time travel as as an actual like on-screen thing. And Back to the Future, just wonderful. It's one of the tattoos I have. I've got to meet Christopher Lloyd. And it opened me up to Christopher Lloyd. And I would go and watch Taxi, where he played the good Reverend Jim Ignatowski. It's wonderful. And it's all because of Back to the Future. This movie, I've shown it to my kids. I, I love it. And it's such a big part of our culture and society that, I mean, it has to be on everybody's top ten. Number four, this is probably the coolest movie. As my, as Baby Driver is a really cool movie, it is etched out just barely by Ocean's Eleven, the new one. I love the Sinatra one. I love the Rat Pack one. But it's not even my favorite Rat Pack movie. Robin and the Seven Hoods is probably my favorite Rat Pack movie. Ocean's Eleven, though, came out 2001. I was 2001. I graduated high school went to college. And just me and my friends just... Loved it, and it you're rooting for the bad guys. And as the series went on, they got cheesier and cornier, but they knew it and they embraced it. But this first Oceans, my first visible tattoo is an Oceans Eleven tattoo. It's the shark, and I have it on my uh, forearm, same place that Brad Pitt Rusty has his, and it has the quote that George Clooney tells Julia Roberts of only lied about being a thief. Because I think that that scene, I mean, every scene in it is just magical and wonderful. And it's just absolutely great. Number three is a a big change. And that's going to be Tombstone. Tombstone is one of the best modern Western movies and one of the best Western movies ever made. Not incredibly accurate, but that's okay. Because it managed to take so many different genres. You know, action with a little bit of noir um, revenge story, all these things, love story, and throw it all 
under the 10-gallon hat of a Western film. And it did it perfectly. I mean, Tombstone is, I don't know how to describe it. It's one of those, you have to watch it and experience it. And it's definitely up there. Number two is Metropolis. Yes, the 1920s silent German film, Metropolis. This movie, I watched it because of the reputation it has as far as, hey, if you like modern sci-fi, if you like movies like that, this is where it started. This is one of the reasons we have science fiction. I mean, yes, Voyage to the Moon is wonderful, but it's a short. Uh, we can I could talk about silent films all the time, which, newsflash, I'm actually working on a silent film podcast. But part of that is because of my love for Metropolis. I mean, Nosferatu is great. Um, Birth of a Nation, as wrong as it is, it's a fantastically made movie. But Metropolis, the story, you know, of the rich and the poor and the star-crossed lovers and rebellion and science versus heart just all comes together beautifully, absolutely beautifully. And my number one film, which would be no surprise to anybody because this one is pretty constantly, almost always, at the number one, is Fight Club. This movie literally changed my life. I walked out after the first time I saw it, and I not only rethought what movies could be, but I rethought like what humanity could be, everything like that. It, I fell in love with Brad Pitt, Ed Norton, Helen Bottom Carter, Meatloaf, Jared Leto, um, David Fincher, Chuck Palahniuk, and at this point, like, I mean, I've met Chuck Palnick, I've met Meatloaf, I have all of Chuck's books, um, just so many, so many wonderful things. And that movie is number one, not only because it is a great movie, but because it changed and shaped who I am today. And I owe a lot to that movie, uh, whether that's good or bad, I don't know, but it's who I am. And I love Fight Club. It's my number one. I would say if you disagree, let me know, but I don't really want to hear you if you disagree. But I'd love to know some of your favorite movies. What's your number one movie? Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there. Just look for The Night Nerd. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.